Good evening, gentlemen. Hello there, buddy. Here we are. We're back. Yes, doing indeed. It. We're doing it. <laughs> Greg is in a white-ceilinged, green-walled room. Where are we, Greg? That's right. That's right. I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. That's right. Stay. Yep, staying with my friend Tom, and uh, just had a uh, went to a, a close friend's wedding yesterday in Hilton Head. Close friend, former uh, guest, past guest, former guest, friend yes, of the right. show, friend of the show, Nathan Kalwicki. You married yeah. his, his uh, congratulations, Nathan. Yes, yes, you he did ma- it, man. Good job, yes, buddy. He ma- the work it, begins now. Mm-hmm. Correct, and he he married his uh, his sweetheart Veronica, and uh, it was a, it was a nice uh, it was a nice time. Got to reconnect it, with some. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, got to reconnect with some some of our close friends, and you got to enjoy a wedding from the other side. I know it was weird, right? I, was like, I kept, I kept mm. checking my phone to see what the schedule was, and I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I do the same thing, man. Yeah. Like it, 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 if you've ever DJed or been a musician at a, at a wedding, uh, it changes your perspective mm-hmm. a little bit. A yeah. little bit. You're very yeah. attentive to the I, clock. <laughs> I kept I kept reaching in my uh, jacket pocket for my flask, but then I realized, oh no, I can just go to the bar. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Yeah. So that was a good awesome. Time. Well, congratulations to Nathan, man. Yeah, I'm glad indeed. that went off well. Good job, Nate. Indeed. Yes, sir. How about you guys? I heard. It was, I mean, I've, I felt some heat and got some actually some some intense weather down here a little bit, but uh, here it's pretty hot up in. Uh, Boy howdy. Boy howdy. It Boy was a bit howdy. warm on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little bit cooking. Um, cool. Nick, I don't know how you fared, man. But, a good uh, bit, good bit. What were you up to this yeah. weekend? Uh well, let's see. I uh, caught up on some yard work. Ooh. Watched uh, the the big end of the season of the Premier League on Sunday. That was a good time. Sure. Okay. And uh, most critically, and most most excitingly, I I got a new grill. Oh, very exciting. Yeah. Very good. Got All the right. Masterbuilt 560. It's the gravity-fueled char- charcoal smoker. I, I trust the so. research was done. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lots, lots of research went into that's, this one. That's, that's um, what it, yeah. hit, hit the price point, hit all the, the buttons that I needed. So, nice. Um, still sitting in the back of my car okay. um, because it's too heavy to for one person to lift. So waiting for some help. Huh? Yeah, if you could come on down and help me set it up, that would be fantastic. Sure. Tomorrow, Wednesday, would be great. You take okay. it out. Test it out. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Assemble that mother. <laughs> how about how about you, Nick? How'd you deal with the heat? It's uh Saturday was good. We had uh, we had some morning activities, but then Sunday was uh, Cam had a track and field meet in the mountains of Carroll <laughs> County. And we were oh, we oh. we were outside just the two of us. Actually Charlie and Siri went to the Orioles game. And you know uh, that was actually on the docket. It was Little League Day? It was Little League Day. Yep. Yeah. So they went down for and that. Once we saw the once we saw the heat index, we're like, nah, huh. we're gonna give the old Orioles game on Little League Day a pass. Well, the heat year. index apparently they left they left when the Orioles were quite down, and uh, and then listened <laughs> on the ride home as they caught up tied and then won the game. <laughs> oh snap! Go O's. Yeah. I know they won the <laughs> series. Right. Yep. But uh, but Cam and I were sitting out in the field, surrounding a, a track. Yeah, a, tra- a track and field meet. For a solid six hours, it was, it was, it was, it was hot. It was a hot day. I'm still, I'm still hydrating. I'm still trying to catch up. I can Brutal. tell that. A little bit delirious. Yeah. Peas coming out like snot. It's ridiculous. Yep. Oh God. Right. <laughs> you, you can beep that. Well, with that imagery, folks, <laughs> let's get into this here episode. Of you should check it out. What is that? Get it. You should check it out. 
Yes, that's running. right. It's running. That's you know right. what I mean? <laughs> this episode yeah. of You Should Check It Out is trickling out to you on a beautiful <laughs> Thursday. It is episode 146, and my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And man, backstory aside, I'm, I'm going to leave that out, but I'm just really happy to be here with you guys. Yeah. And happy to be to here it. with uh, our beautiful listening audience. we got a great show for you tonight. I'm kicking things off, going to be talking about what the kids are up to. What are the kids with up the, to? With, with the TikToking, oh, you know, ah, they, the TikTok. You know, they got their Snapchat, and oh, they, you know, oh, TikTok, like snap, snaps. I'm I stuck hear it's to a the very Facebook fun game. with like a three foot <laughs> freaking rope. You know, what am I gonna do? Yeah, it is. I don't have uh, friends on the know, TikTok. You need the TikTok to the, for the current uh, event. It always ends in a tie. <laughs> the current event types of things. Yes, that's right. And Nick is going to be following up on some more NFT talk. Little I don't mess. know if it's I don't know if it's an official uh, nerd alert, but no. um, it's going to be nerd adjacent. Let's see. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think so. I think you guys are gonna. I think it'll be good. All right, right on. Yep. And and Greg, in inimitable Greg fashion, has got a new bit for us tonight. That about sounds right. <laughs> keep, that sounds right. Live yeah. from Charleston. And we'll the bits keep coming. They keep coming. <laughs> you can't One be bit stopped. at a time. That's right. Well, boys, I'm going to start things off with some music. Ooh, today okay now you guys know that i'm not you know i'm not too hip on the movies and you know the serial dramas on the tv mm. but you know um i have heard about this show called uh, better call saul okay mm. you sure. guys know this one yeah mr gilligan sure why Vince not gilligan the, yeah yeah oh, yep. literally the only thing i know about the show is that it's related to breaking bad yep. and that it has a really cool theme song it's a great show yeah, you like it? It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. What's what? What is his name um, from Mister Show? Bob Odenkirk. Yes. Right. Fantastic. He's wonderful. Well, the band that wrote the theme song and performs the theme song to that show mm -hmm. is called Little Berry. Little Berry. Yeah. What, like, like a like a botanical berry, like a strawberry. No, like little B A R R I E. Oh. Little okay. Berry. They dropped like an EP last year, five songs. It's called Introducing Little Berry. The band behind the theme to Better Call Saul. Okay. They're just, they're just, they're just going to own it. They're owning it. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man, the, the opening track on this is so freaking good, and I have to play it. It's called Why Don't You Do It. Check this out. Make no place 
That's marketing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It was a pretty interesting article. I don't know if you guys got a chance to read it or not. Yeah. But basically, it's talking about how, how big the divide is becoming between younger audiences and older audiences and how they in, interact and engage with music. Mm-hmm. They quote a statistic that says that 40%, 40% of TikTok users uh, do pay for streaming services. Yeah. As compared to 25% of the general population, which okay. is interesting, which is, you know, an interesting mm-hmm. trend. And if you think about it, most of TikTok users are going to be probably under 30, right? I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah. So that, that probably bodes well for the streaming industry going forward. But then they also talk about how, how much more, quote unquote, engaged TikTok users are with uh, their favorite content producers. And they will respond with their own content in kind, uh, creating what they call UCG or user generated content. Right. So not only are they listening to their favorite artists tracks, they're responding with their own lip sync videos. They're right. responding with Dancing. their own dance trends, yeah, yeah. that kind well, of thing. I remember um, Kevin Parker of Tame Impala uh, sharing like an email over social media that he'd had with his manager. Okay. Mm-hmm. Describing like kind of the stats of that year and how uh, this one in particular, Less I Know the Better, one of their songs just became a, a viral TikTok thing. And it, the yeah. song had been out for a while. It was from mm-hmm. Currents. It was even in, from the slow rush. That, that I remember kind of seeing that and thinking, wow, I didn't realize that because of the viral TikTok sensation that yeah. had happened, unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. because I wasn't on there, yeah, that set off a whole different trajectory for that song. Yeah, it's interesting. Something they get into and they touch on at the end of the article is that, you know, now that TikTok has kind of become established and and people have seen the numbers and the statistics behind it, of course, the marketing teams are trying to get in on it. And like Halsey's team is trying to create viral trends. Replicate these success stories. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. exactly. But it seems like to date, um, and I don't know whether this is a credit to TikTok or just a credit to the user base. It's but the discerning user base. <laughs> the the very discerning user base. Yes, I think I'm sure. so. Honestly, yeah. No, the kids. Are, you do. They're, they're, they're BS meters out the. Yeah, I, I think it's highly tuned. Well, that that's interesting. I mean, that's that's what I'm getting at. Is it it still seems to happen organically? Mm-hmm. Like the more you try to generate a viral trend, the less it works. Mm-hmm. And that it still has to be a fairly organic thing. And they pointed to, to the Celine Dion song, like, it's all coming back to me now, like, uh, becoming a viral trend out of nowhere, you mm-hmm. know, just out of a couple of people sharing <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, it's a song. <laughs> you know, it, it makes no sense. And the more you try to make sense of it, the less sense it makes. But it makes Nick, sense it sounds the, like you agree. Well, it makes sense the same way that a song caught on in high school, right? Bird Clock knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Like in high, no, I mean, you know, where and, and honestly, I was always like, oh, it's, it's like the, I, don't, I, I very often did not like the songs that were popular going around the, the high school, but they, they, sure. it would just, it just travels. It travels because like you're, you're in such a, you've got such a big group of the same age kids that are communicating, except in this case on TikTok, uh, sending each other, you know, or, or, or following what, what the other person likes. Yeah, I think it does make sense. It's just on a bigger scale. Yeah. Yeah, the bigger scale is the thing because it, if you wanted to be cynical about it, you could look look back at the '90s and say, "Oh, well, it was just hip kids listening to a very small subset of tunes that HFS was promoting, mm-hmm. you know, or 
whatever X cool radio station was promoting, which is really, mm-hmm. if you look at it, a very small subsection of available music. Yeah, and, and the generation before that, it was whatever MTV had on right. was the criticism, you know? You know, it's interesting that at scale, that people are still trusting the younger generation to to know what's 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 cool and what's hip and what's not. How know? do you tell them, Jay? Yeah, well, you How can't. do you tell a kid what's cool? <laughs> I'm learning this, that you can't. No, and you um, should remember this. We're not that old. <laughs> Nobody could tell us what's cool. Go ahead, Greg. Sorry. Right. No, no, I was going to say that um, a, a close friend of mine had a, a, a Aaron Geller. He hasn't been on the uh, show before, but um, he, had a, a, he had a TikTok moment because he, uh, well, for all intents and purposes, I don't want to say retired, but he was a, a very active musician, and he, he played in an acoustic guitar trio named Might Could, and mm-hmm. uh, they were they were busy. And um, he's a very uh, accomplished uh, guitarist and musician and composer. Um, but he has since he, he followed through. He got his um, his undergrad in chemistry at Maryland mm-hmm. while we were there. Mm-hmm. He's like one of my best friends growing up. We were in bands together, and then he went on and got his PhD, and now he teaches uh, chemistry at. Uh, Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. And um, what happened... Land of, land of my birth. Sorry, I have to make <laughs> that it? inside joke. Yeah, that's where I was born, in Blacksburg. And one time, whenever I was with, like, in mixed company, maybe consuming a couple drinks, somebody brought up Blacksburg, and I said at the top of my lung, Land of my birth! <laughs> and that's that's followed me ever since. Sorry. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's good to know you were but, born uh, in Blacksburg. That's cool. <laughs> Bringing it back to TikTok. Um, (laughs) So one of Aaron's students, this is during the pandemic, Aaron was creating these videos of his lectures and he likes to, he gets into this kind of stuff. He'll make like good videos, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he posted them on his YouTube channel. This kid who was in one of his classes who has a very strange personality, he's like, oh my God, you guys, in his like TikTok video. It's just him. (laughs) You guys will not believe what I just figured out about my chemistry professor. And he's... He's like, okay, so so look, I go to his YouTube channel for for the lectures, right? But then I go I go to his other videos, and it turns out he like played guitar and stuff. And he's like, he he, play, he he clicks on some videos and shows them. And he's like, the man can play the guitar. <laughs> and this and this video got like, I think it probably ended up getting a million mm-hmm. like TikTok things because wow. it was very wholesome. Yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. Was, he was just genuinely shocked that his that his chemistry, chemistry professor, professor could like shred. Yeah, yeah. And so Aaron, you know, he he like he sent me a text. He's like, dude, check this out. Like, I'm 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 going viral on TikTok. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't make make some video and uploaded it himself. Right, it was right. just somebody else yeah. did it about him. Right. And, That's uh, awesome. So and cool. it, it was it was genuinely wholesome, and uh, people were like blown away. They're like, you never know what people's secret talents are, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like but yeah. Gal, this is Aaron. He never in a million years would have like tried. He's tried in the you know as a as a as a musician before. He was trying to get some some things going, you know, like the way we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like it's it's like the more you try, the more you miss. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, suddenly he's yeah. just bang bang. The more, you know, more like, obvious it is you're trying. Yeah, and, but and then it had a very quick, you know, and, and then it got tons of views, and then it plateaued and. People 15 minutes, on. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, I didn't really, I don't know, you can really capitalize on it, you know, uh, in his case. In that case, yeah, that would be tricky. Yeah. So, but it, but it just goes to show you, I mean, that, that was like a personal anecdote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of, no, no, uh, it's, it's it interesting because there's a couple of artists that the, the article points to that have become 
famous or relatively famous from TikTok videos. Uh, they share one guy, um, Ty Verdes, who is a singer who was working at a Verizon store. And, you know, he chose to work at a Verizon store because there's so much downtime and he could practice. Mm-hmm. And he would just make, you know, TikTok videos of him singing his own original stuff. And one of the songs took off and he got a record contract. So, like, it can work, but, you know, it's sustaining that past the initial point of discovery. Yes. Yeah. And is, is always the trick. I'll also say, too, that I, I get this little, I get a little suspicious because every platform, every. I remember MySpace kind of giving birth to a few bands mm-hmm. that are like Fallout sure. Boy. Yeah. Right? That was like one of the big like bands MySpace that became. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then you start to wonder like, okay, well, with, once they figured out that was the thing, they must have just leaned into that. You know, sure. and, and, right. because that's how I remember them. It's like, I shouldn't re- remember, I should remember you by your music, not by. Right. How you, you, you know, like, like your story. Yeah. Anyway, but that, I mean, not, not, to, not hating on that band, even though I don't really like them, obviously, but like, uh, it's it just it's always changing it's it's these platforms they come and go and tiktok is a big one right now for sure i was really hesitant about it at first because there was a lot of controversy about it being shared in china like with the it's chinese owned yeah 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 so but yeah it's uh it's 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 still making its mark and i know i i i think i do feel like i am missing out on on it a little bit because i do know that there are a lot of musical things happening on there yeah. You know, so I may, I may give it a shot. It's another tool, you know, it's another, yeah. it's another platform that you, that some people have found success on. But I think the key is like, if you figure out how to use it in a way that makes sense for you, great, then, then, then use yeah. it for that. And if, if not, then don't hire a company to try to fake it. I, I, re- <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely, be- I genuinely Agreed. believe that. Like yeah. it's, it's, if it's not, if it's not a, in, in, innate to who you are as an artist, Right. Don't, don't try. If you're not yeah. having fun, if you're not having fun, and if you're not having fun doing it, yeah, yeah. it's gonna yeah. you're gonna people are gonna see through that pretty quickly. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right about that. So, cool. Well, that's Very all cool I got. Job. Little uh, glimpse into the TikTok world from a bunch of forty year olds. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Two out of three. You're, you'll be there Almost. soon. Almost. Two weeks. <laughs> Whoa. Two weeks. All right. Pass it on to my fellow forty year old, Mr. Nick Klein. Alrighty, buddy. Well, let's let me uh, let me let me interject some music here myself. The Smile, which is the project by uh, Johnny Greenwood and uh, Tom York, ha- has has come out. That's right. Uh, it was released. I totally um, missed that it had finally been released. So thank you for. Yeah, so it's a trio. Um, they put out this album. Apparently, um, the only thing I'll say th- thus far is that the, they call themselves the Smile because if you think of Tom York and and, and uh, Johnny Greenwood, you just you wouldn't think of the Smile as being their band name. <laughs> it's referring to. I don't know what you're talking it's about. referring to the bull smile you see on people's faces when they're bullshitting you that that's actually what they're referring to in the smile so each song apparently is directed at a person or a situation uh and i'm Very not nice. actually sure what this one is but this song is sweet this just popped up on a list of mine over the week i think i texted you and crash because i was just like dude this song's awesome um this is called thin thing Ooh.
Nice. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah, a cool album. great. It's a cool album. Definitely check that out. Uh, my topic for the week, yes. I'm doing back-to-back, and I apologize for that. But, Jay, when I saw your, your topic, I had, been, I had already been scanning through the pitchfork. I was scanning through pitchfork. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they posted a, uh, an article today called How NFTs Are Shaping the, mu- the Way Music Sounds. Oh, thank goodness. And I was like, well, that's, that's kind of, that's, that's pretty perfect. Um, it is. And the, then when I read your articles, the, the, the articles that you shared, Jay, I, I really think there's a lot of overlap here. And that's that, that there's, I, think, I think the trend that we're seeing right now is that, that people want to be more connected to the music. Um, yeah. And I think across, like with TikTok, where they can kind of take the song and do, you know, add something themselves to it. And, and have that be a way that they're interacting with the artist. The, the point of this article is it, it really leans into how people are, are kind of sick of NFTs at this point. But at the same time, it's becoming an extremely viable means of, of, of income for, for artists. Um, yeah. Point that it, it makes is it, it can get exhausting having to essentially create an event surrounding a, 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 a quote-unquote NFT release, which, which to me I hear like, okay, a song release... So basically, these artists that are using this successfully and making a lot of money on it are, are doing kind of what we had talked a little bit about last week, which is they're making the release of the song an, an event, a sale, where you can come, hear the new song, buy buy basically the you know the first version of this song, if you will, um, as an NFT. Which mm-hmm. I think also the other thing that kind of this article helped me realize is that. I think a lot of these people think of this as the, just the, the way that you would think of as, as just a piece of art. It, it, regardless of whether or not there's inherent value to it or, or that you see the inherent value to it as an investment, like I'm buying this because it's the first version of Snoop's new track. Mm-hmm. Somebody else is going to want this and I'm going to sell it to them for more than I bought it for. I, I think that's a big piece of this. I really yeah. do. Um, yeah. For those that are music lovers, wanting to support the artist, wanting to invest in whatever this crazy new thing is. Um, did you have a chance to read this article, Jay? I knew, uh, I knew you had a busy day. No, today was a rough day. <laughs> no, understood. Understood <laughs> entirely. Um, I, only got, I only got to scan it, Nick, but, but fill us in. T-shirts. I mean, that, to me, what I took from this article was take a song. If you have any established fan base that, that you know, like people that really love, that love and want to support you, take your song release it as an NFT, announce this way in advance, build up hype, mm-hmm. get all the people that, that are your fans to, to show up on that, at, at, on that day. There's a, there's a an, uh, professional musician um, that has started a consulting company, an NFT consulting company, um, who's a saxophone player. He sells his NFTs for, he's, he's got, he'll do a, hundred ser- a series of 100 NFTs of one song or 1,000 NFTs of a song. He'll sell them for five to 20 bucks. Okay, and it and it's like you know a, a two minute sax solo or something like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Um, but I mean, he's made he's you know last year he made over six figures wow. doing that. So it, it's I I really think it's um it, it's the closest thing to the direct relationship from a from a consumer artist standpoint. Yeah. Like the money is going that five dollars that goes for that NFT every penny of that five dollars well minus the transaction cost which is three percent or whatever right. is going to go to that artist yeah um, i think that's 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 freaking awesome actually no there and is no transaction cost i guess i guess the platform would have cost sorry go ahead 
No, 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 it's fine. I, I was listening back to like our conversation last week about NFTs and like I just want to make I just want to be clear. Like I'm not anti NFTs at all. Oh, I, mean, no, I, I didn't know. mean to come across that way at all. Like if any like I I invest in crypto. Like I'm into the whole idea. I'm really into the idea of crypto. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to take off. And I think NFTs are a big part of that. And I think it's gonna be a big part of the way that we transact in the future. Mm-hmm. I just like the thing that I don't I can't get my head around is the inherent value in an NFT. And especially when it comes to music. Like you compared it earlier you compared it to uh investing in a piece of art, you know, because it's the first piece of art. Well, that analogy doesn't really hold up in my mind because if you're talking about like the difference between the an original Picasso and a print of said Picasso, like there's inherent value in the original in the original painting because Picasso's hands touched it, right? So there's value in that original version. When it's I only see an NFT, other, oh yeah. When I see an NFT, when I see a digital anything, yeah, it's inherently a cop. It can be a perfect 100% copy of mm-hmm. the original. It doesn't, and it and it loses or gains no value, except maybe this mental thing. Or this token that says that you had the first one, which to me, like, doesn't hold a lot of, like, real-world value. And that, to me, is what I'm having trouble getting my head around. And again, I'm not NFTs. I'm totally with this whole idea. I just don't, like, to me, like, it doesn't have the inherent value that will let it hold up as a piece of investment property. So, okay, a couple things that I would say to that. The the only reason a Picasso, yes, it's because it's valuable because his hand touched it. But no, it's only valuable because we value Pablo Picasso's hand. Um, like other people value that. So well, somebody sure. else needs to buy it for it to have any value whatsoever. You could spend $30 million on something, and if nobody else is going to give you that money for it, then that's, it's, it's not a quote-unquote investment. I think, I think to me it's, there's been shades of this that we've talked about over the past couple of years we've been doing this. I think it's just the way that somebody, I, I don't know if you know somebody that likes to support local artists, where they'll buy, you know, maybe a two hundred dollar painting by somebody who's up and coming because they see like, oh, that guy's that guy or gal's sure. got some some real talent. Um, sure. I, I'm gonna buy it basically to support that artist. I think that's a part of it. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is I know that ev- that I'm literally giving the money directly to the artist, unlike yeah. any other uh, any other financial transaction or circumstance kind of in, in, in modern day, in, in modern day uh, uh, business, especially in, pertains to music, there's no, there's no middleman. It's just going right to, you're supporting the artist. Yeah. So I think, and I at think, that five to, t- and that, that five to 20 price point that mm-hmm. you were just talking about, like that makes total sense to me. Like that makes a lot of, it, it makes organic sense. It's not pie in the sky stuff. It's not just Silicon Valley investors swooping in and trying to make a quick buck on right. opportunity like the five to twenty dollar investment seems like something that a local person who's trying to support a local or regional artist like that that makes sense to me yeah spending a thousand dollars on an nft that's the to other support side the artist doesn't that's, make sense to think me. of that as a stock uh, or it, it, it's a bet the people that are spending thousands of dollars they're betting that they're going to make a lot more money on this thing yeah right i know but that's that's playing a different game than supporting a local artist i i know and i think both of them are occurring and i think it's the it's the gray area between that makes it so conceptually yeah, yeah. 
yeah. uh, nebulous or whatever. Yeah, there's there's definitely people out there that are just trying to figure out what the next hype beast is. Right. Uh-huh. And, then, and get it at the right time and get out at the right time and do not give a shit. It don't care if it's art. music or if it's a yeah, picture yeah, of a gorilla yeah, yeah. or like whatever the hell it is. Yeah, yeah they mm-hmm. just want they just want to get in on the on the on the thing be- before it gets way they cool. They buy the hype. They buy the hype. Exactly, and yep. so, but 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 while that's happening, I I see what you're talking about, Nick, and I I it, it, I agree. I'm 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 in the same boat as you guys, where it's exciting and it seems like inevitable, mm-hmm. um, but it's we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, Yep. So, yeah. it'll it'll reveal itself um, as it as it comes. But uh, somebody's yeah, I mean, gonna come up with a really really good idea that that mixes the two, and it's it's gonna explode. I know it will. I know it will. I just I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 the other thing that's that is complicated about it is that you you have to have cryptocurrency in order to participate. Um, and I think that yeah. for a lot of people is a, a huge barrier. Sure. Um, so I, I I think that might for it to actually "Quote unquote blow up." I think there does. I think there is a, a concept missing. But honestly, Greg, from when we st- first started talking about this, I, I think there's a lot of. I think the resilient could have a ton of opportunities in, in this space for for yeah. everything you guys stand for, everything you guys do to 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 yeah to, to to raise money if that was something you guys ever wanted to do. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, um, unsolicited. It's a, it, it does say that in the very long term, if music NFTs really take off, the experience of fans probably won't be all that much different from what it is today. Payments will be an old-fashioned money, and the crypto side of NFTs will be as invisible to users as the splits between copyright holders on Spotify. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I think that's the big thing but, that needs to happen. I agree. Is some sort yes. of like transaction middleman. Again, it's a middleman. They, they need a middleman to handle that all of the different currencies, transactions, and stuff. Yeah. But the point the article was also making was that it it is it is it, it's worrying about the album format, the rock album format, uh, as being like mm-hmm. is this endangering the album format? I, I I honestly I didn't I didn't feel like it carried any weight whatsoever because uh, yeah, it couldn't I, it couldn't really refute all of the other things that were supposed to kill the album. As a as a form, uh, and it could be wrong, but at the same time, you know, if if you split your album up and issue them as individual NFTs, and then have an NFT of the album, you know, sure. because you're because you're b- making these songs that kind of go together. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that yeah. that part of the article I didn't I didn't find as uh, as credible. It's also interesting, and they were talking a little bit about the Kings of Leon uh, NFT, which is mm-hmm. we talked about a little while ago on on the podcast. Yeah, and how. It's interesting that they linked that NFT, like they tried to create the the inherent value that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like Kings of Leon tried to create that inherent value by providing physical merchandise mm-hmm. along, like if you bought this NFT, then we would also send you like a special limited edition vinyl and mm-hmm. we'd also send you some artwork and like some other stuff like that, which if you really buy into the whole NFT concept, like completely defeats the point, right? Right, right, because it's, yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, to me, it's just like I don't know. Like I, I, I still can't wrap my old school brain around it. Like I don't see the inherent value. But it, uh, you know, I, I'm totally down with everything that it stands for, and and I want it. I want it to happen really bad. If you go back to that, the first couple episodes where we talked about this, in in what Greg was just saying, it really is that if you if you forget all of the all of the mess that it is at this very moment, and it's just a new way to, for a financial transaction to occur with directly with an artist. Mm-hmm. If ultimately, like, you can issue unlimited NFTs, and really all you're doing is selling your song, but it's mm-hmm. going directly to you instead of giving a cut to the label and giving a cut to the 
distribution platform that put this on there and then giving a cut to Apple or whomever it is. It's just a way to get directly to the artist. Yep, so just like Bandcamp donations and Bandcamp uh, things was was kind of the best way because of 80% of it or whatever the percentage would, would go to the artists. This All right. of it goes to them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And, and sorry, I, it just keeps spurring like different thoughts in my head. But like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if you do that, like if you get it so that the average person has no problem acquiring crypto and being able to spend that on an NFT for music for an artist that he loves, does that inherit like just by dint of like getting it that easy to do, then that's gonna that's gonna lower the value of NFTs. Well, I think five or twenty dollar NFTs are already so it's not going to be it's not going to be an investment. It's not going to be an investment anymore. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think that's a big hang up. Is what do I do with this thing? Yeah. But if if huh. I if I've bought one of essentially an unlimited number, well then it's just the file. Then it's just the file, and you're just doing the same thing that you do in Apple Music or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. <laughs> and then you've got a wallet with your music in it somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, it's fascinating to me, man. And like I said, I'm I'm rooting for it in one cool. form or another. That's what I got. Right on. Cool. Thank you, Nick. We back. We're glorious. Yo ho, yo yo. All right. So I promised you guys a new bit, huh? Woo! That's the ready? word. That's gonna, the I, word. In this in this bit, I'm going to play some tunes. So we're just going to jump right into it. Okay. All right. All right. Um, one of my favorite things, and I, I, something that you you guys I'm, I'm sure appreciate, is when uh, there's a guest on mm. on a track. Oh okay. yeah, you know, a, a guest appearance. You know, mm-hmm. right? And and that can be true in music. It can be true on TV shows or whatever. Sure, or a cameo or or a live or a live performance. But I mean, like yeah, recorded featuring. songs. Yes, mm-hmm. and you see this a lot. But I thought it could be fun to maybe play some some songs and see if you guys can. Guess the guest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, here he comes. There you go. Guess, he just guess the guest. Hi. Welcome. Yes. Welcome yeah. to the show. I didn't come and answer the door, but I'm glad you came right in. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this is a new bit, Guess the Guest. I'm going to play a song. And, you know, we've been doing a lot of game shows. Maybe this will transform into a game show maybe we'll get a little bit better we'll get a little bit more uh all right. focused you know but then cool. we're just trying we're just trying this out uh jay i want you to spin the the classic david bowie song let's okay. dance okay and i don't know if you guys know who the guest is i'm sure jay does i do okay well jay does nick you might not know this is not wait in does any way jay to... know all of these i don't i don't i know okay. two out of three Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> but no, no. He, I, Greg, Greg did send me the song, so I have heard them. But he made sure to send me tracks that did not include which artist was. I see. Okay. Was the guest right, on. right. Right. It didn't say it in the title. It didn't. It uh, didn't. So yeah. Now he, he happens to know them. They're not very, very, very difficult. But let's see if let's see if we can get. Uh, if I'll give it a can, shot. If, if, if we can guess the guest, but it's not, it's not a competition. We got nothing to worry about. Let's let's hit it. Not a competition, Nick. <laughs> you know two thirds of the answers. <laughs> Alright, so there it is. That's the guest. Ow. Oh.
I had to pick a guitar solo guest. It's a it's it's one of the most famous guitarists famous. of Keith all Richards. time. Keith Good Richards. Good guess. Good guess. It's Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Okay. All right. Yep. And uh, and which is something that once I realized, I mean, because I didn't, you know, you hear someone playing those licks, you just figure it's someone who's trying to sound like Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm-hmm. You know, nope. and success- successfully. No, but that was him, and that was actually one of his biggest uh, breakthrough. Really? Uh, yeah, gigs. absolutely. That- yeah, he was on that track before he really had like a hit record. What right. year was that? Eighty four, I think. That's a good guess. 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, um, but yeah, so Bowie, he uh, deserves a lot of credit for introducing the world to. He Stevie helped a Ray lot of artists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of guitar players mm-hmm. in particular. The, uh, you another know. fascinating postscript to that is that uh, David Bowie actually wanted Stevie Ray Vaughan to come out on tour with him. Like he came out and like did the a couple rehearsals with him and. I can't remember what the issue was, but like it was something like Bowie wanted him to rehearse too many times, and Stevie was, was like, "I still want to do my band, like I'm still doing my thing over here in Austin." Like, uh-huh. and Bowie's like, "No, no, no, you have to quit and like go on a worldwide tour." I put with, you on my album. With, I'm you're going to be Bowie. on David Bowie's worldwide <laughs> tour, and Stevie was like, "No, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. I got a good thing going here," and wow. pulled out of being David Bowie's backup guitar. Player on his worldwide tour. Well, yeah, more power to you, Stevie. Yep. Hey, there it is. I mean, it turned it's, out um, all right for him. I think. Sure. Yeah, made it work. But anyway, so all right, let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on to this. This is a, this is a little more current. It's not. It's not super current. But um, you, Dick, you might know this one already. Okay. But um, this is from the great band Deftones. Woo! I'll, I'll point out when the guest comes in. Okay. What's the song? Passenger. Thank you. That's Maynard, right? From Tool? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. That's a, All right. That's a great guest appearance. Whew. Heck yeah, yeah, it is. He does He's great the, on anything. He does the best guest appearances. Yeah. Yeah. You can Rage also find him on... Uh, exactly. Killing a... Uh, not killing a name. Sorry. Know Your Enemy. Know Your Enemy. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he's, it's, it's great to... It, it's cool that the interaction... And then that, that sort of pre-chorus there yeah. is... Basically, what a perfect circle sounds like. Yes. Have you ever yeah, to that yeah, band? it really did sound like a perfect yeah, circle. Yeah. Anyway, I think that sometimes these these guest appearances, 
it's not just like some like they actually affect the trajectory of the artist one that I wanted to play, but I've already played it on the podcast, is like, uh, you know, Van Halen on uh, Beat It. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. You know, and there's yeah, always huge. like these cool stories, you know, like, because basically Van Halen went in there. <laughs> Michael Jackson wasn't in that session. And he was like, yeah, man, um, can we like change the arrangement of the song? <laughs> you know? And they did. And then Michael Jackson was like, oh, oh, oh you change the song and he's like he's like yeah i hope you don't mind he's like that nah, i'm glad that you cared enough about my song to like have those kinds of ideas and they kept awesome they kept all this cuts well, awesome. <laughs> god bless mj for allowing that that's awesome right. yeah right yeah and evh which which is so funny i mean yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. play but go back and listen to that solo it's like it's amazing and, it, and i love it but it's like weird it's it's really out of tune you know it's like it's crazy you know uh but it, hey you know it's 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 uh you know legendary so Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dally on and on. I hope we can come back to this. I think this is kind of a bit that a uh, one. any any one of us could uh, you know come up with a few. I came up with it today, actually, and it, to be fair, it was uh, it was Kaz who came up with it, so she, she deserves all right uh, uh, credit. Because how many of these, was, how many of these bits is Kaz coming up with? Most of them. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Oh, man. No, she funny. she did. She just she she's like she's like oh guess the guest because I was uh, I was playing her um, run the jewels and Zach Villarroca does it a guest appearance yeah. on that. Nice. So how about one more? This this Let's one do I don't think this this is actually this is my uh, what what somebody we've who's, who's been brought up many times on the show. Um, is it you? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, even more than me. It's it's Greg adjacent though. Don't worry. It's oh, okay. <laughs> so the artist is Roger Waters. Ah. This is another guitar guest. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Uh, but this, one, okay, this, one's, this, this one's more for Jay. I wonder if Jay can get uh, this, this is one. The, this is the one that I'm, I'm hung up on. I've only listened to it once, and I didn't get it. So I'm, oh, I'm maybe fascinated. Team maybe. Yeah, teamwork. That's, that's nice hey! to see. Nice to see. I like the game now. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And next, next time, I'll find some more obscure ones. Um, but cool. uh, I like yeah, this let's, let's, let's spin this one and see if you guys have any wild guesses. Okay. What's the name let's of the song? Pay- uh, the name of the song, I believe, is well, God Wants Part 3. Pay attention to the guitar solo that comes in in about 10, 15 seconds. Got it. Crazed to check out latest fingers flash across the table. And the captain posts the menu of the day. And in banks across the world, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Jew, and every other race, creed, color, to the union, down on their knees and pray. The raccoon! Corner. <laughs> well, he's slowly drifting out of range.
this one was right on the tip of my tongue the first time I heard it. And I was like, mm. is it, okay, it's a shredder. Is it Joe Satriani? Is it Steve Vai? Is it, oh gosh, is it like somebody like real obscure, like a, I don't know, Steve Stevens or somebody like that? Like Ry Cooter? I, Ry Cooter, because it initially sounded like a slide solo. Mm. But once I, I heard it the second time, it clicked. And I, I, I know the isms. I know the ism, so I'm I'm 99 sure I have this. Any any, any guesses from from Mr. Klein? Yeah, no, please, please. I texted Jake. I, I honestly, I was like, could hey, this man. be John Mayer? Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got the right. I think you have the right type of instrument, type of guitar. Yeah, it's a Stratocaster sound. Okay. Am I close, Greg? Yes. Okay. As we've talked, <laughs> we talk a lot on the show about aging British men. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this guy falls into that. Yes. A, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I had, I definitely once, I thought about who Roger Waters would pick for this. I don't know. Nick, do you have another guess? No. It's right. Jeff no, Beck. No, I mean, it's, it's, who is it? Jeff Beck. It's Jeff Beck. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Good it was job. Those, wah, 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 and like the way he leads in with, with the whammy bar and the way yeah. he like does those bins out. Like, no yeah, one else does it like that. I could have had 65 yeah. more guesses, and I don't know that I would have gotten to Jeff Beck. <laughs> well, you know, I think I think the next time we do this bit, maybe what we can do is kind of... Oh, I like the obscurity. A, I like the obscurity. I think that's well, we can part dress of it up as a competition and do, do a multiple choice, too. Like, make it more obscure, but, like, Absolutely. With, give you some chances to guess, but... It's fun because it is cool when it's like when it's on the tip of your tongue. That's what I was going for. You know, well is like well yeah, so. So um it's I'm fun. Sorry because, for, I'm sorry for guessing John Mayer. No, no, I, it wasn't yeah. far off. It's worth I mean, an apology. Mayer could do that. Mayer could do that. That's what I kept thinking is uh is is with the guy the Grateful Dead time, like he probably could make it sound like that. I don't he know. He just doesn't work the whammy bar that much. Nobody okay. nobody yeah. doesn't like like jeff beck though yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's really quite a i, I, I entirely it's, it's, it, it's a unique voice you know another good guest would have been like uh fripp on heroes oh yeah uh, you know absolutely but, like, so, but then he to, gets into like that wheelie 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 part which fripp would never do yes this is the true. little hemiola part yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway there you have it guess the guest we'll, we'll come back into this one but this is you know i'm kind of just wanted to lean into it because I thought yeah. it was a fun idea. And also, nice. I was, my, my original uh, topic was going to be a, a celebrating the life of the composer Vangelis, or Va Vangelis. I forget which That's way right. you say it, you know, who was responsible for things like uh, the iconic Chariots of Fire and the yeah. Blade Runner soundtrack. And, Blade Runner, right. Uh, influenced a lot of producers now, including like LP from Run the Jewels and uh, some other... Anyway, it's it, he was a like he had, he lived a full life. I think he was eighty nine. Passed away. Is that right? Yeah, man. Like I I uh, was looking back on some of his um, older works, and yeah, he started like back in early seventies, like seventy two, seventy three, doing mm -hmm. uh, soundtracks for like the BBC and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. a pioneer, pioneer of electronic music, which is something I definitely enjoy. Uh, yeah. So very cool well there you have it boys guest the guest thanks for playing it did, hey, yeah, we're, just, we're, just, we're testing the waters here a little bit yeah. seeing what seeing what throwing little, it at the wall a little beta test a new bit <laughs> exactly <laughs> you got you gotta beta test the beta bits yeah yeah live beta test the bits <laughs> that's, right. that's for sure love you know. it so there if people go. liked it and they want to get a hold of us about it <laughs> well i'm glad you asked 
They can find wow. us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. They That's can send it. us an email at yscio_podcast at gmail.com. Is that still Find up? us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Twitter as at chitcheck. You can buy NFTs. And, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, but then, uh, let's see, what else? We can, you can listen Check to us on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever mm-hmm. podcasts are heard. Mm-hmm. If you can leave a review, we'd love that. Please. And as always, tell a friend. You should check it out. You should. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. We received a nice Got comment it. from your mom the other day, Nick. Oh, yeah. Ms. Teresa true. Klein, saying she, how much she enjoyed the podcast. Oh, thanks, We really appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, Mom. We do. We do. Yeah. And uh, she, she, liked, she liked Birdland Part 2. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was fun all. to listen back to. Yeah, it was. We were, yeah. We were really laughing hard and <laughs> stuff. Hey, and stay yeah. tuned next week. Got a very special interview with one of our good friends in front of the pod, Tejan yeah. Romanic. Um, yeah. Going to be interviewing him and some of his bandmates from Wild Wild Wets. They got a new album coming out. They were nice to su- nice enough to send me the album and a uh, bag of coffee that was associated with the album. We'll get into okay. that more next week. All right. Uh, but Very do cool. appreciate that and uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, without any further ado, boys, we'll see you back here next week. Beautiful. All right, baby. Can't wait for it. Peace. See you, man. See you.